Welcome home. I'm so glad you decided to join us today for the first Sunday of 2021. Finally, a new year. Today we are going to be talking about how to follow Jesus. And if you have any questions, want to get involved, or just let us know you're here, please text HelloCore to 474747 and we will get in touch with you. And if this is helpful to you, please consider clicking the like and subscribe buttons and ring the bell for notifications. We are a church that seeks to transform lives with the resurrected power of Jesus. And there are a lot of great things happening, but we'll come back to them at the end. Right now, let's gather together for a time of praise and worship.
Nothing can stand against what a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. And you have no rival, you have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Church at Home for the second week of the Christmas season. In our home, we're still celebrating the 12 days of Christmas. We enjoy the Christmas season and love that the 12 days of Christmas helps prolong it a bit more. I hope you're still finding joy in this season as a brief respite from the craziness of the world. My hope is that this next 30 minutes will provide you a small bit of that hope and peace. Prepare your heart to receive it. Set down the things that beep, chirp, or buzz at you. Take a deep breath and release the stress and craziness you've been holding in. Gather friends or family around you or connect with someone over the phone and watch with them. Let the words, music, and prayers encourage and strengthen your soul as we have church at home together. We begin with the words Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Many Christian services have a time for reciting a creed. A creed is a compilation of the beliefs of a group. As Christians, one of our creeds is called the Apostles' Creed. Please join me in saying this statement of belief. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us, especially if this is your first time. Shoot us a text to 474747 with the word Hello Core to let us know you're here. And when you do that, a form will come to you with a place for you to ask questions. If there are any words you don't understand, any questions about the ideas you hear, please write them and send to us. We would love to find time to talk more deeply about what you hear. Today, Pastor Greg will be talking about the Magi and King Herod's battle with fear. Listen in with me. The Gospel of Matthew records something that's very interesting. In chapter 2, verse 3, it says this, When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. What would cause a king to be afraid? For that matter, what would cause you and I to be afraid? On Christmas Eve in 2014, we were robbed. Around 3 or 4 a.m., thieves came into the garage, probably through the door left unlocked, and took a bike, bike equipment, and my keys. Thank God I didn't have a house key on that particular ring. All Christmas Eve day, I spent fortifying the house. 
They were inside, at the door to the inside. They were close, and I felt violated and angry. Why? It was just stuff, right? Not really. It was my stuff, my house, my kingdom, my family. Fear is not a bad or a good thing, but it is a good diagnostic. In fact, it's a great diagnostic. It's an emotional reaction detector that uncovers what's important in our lives. Number one, my family. Thieves breached the wall. They were close. And number two, my stuff. What are you afraid of? This second Sunday of Christmas celebrates the coming of King Jesus, which means joy to some and fear to others. In Matthew's account of the gospel, the good news, we see a different response to Jesus than the angels and the shepherds and Mary and Joseph have. We see fear. Fear reveals what's important to us. In Matthew chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, it says this, In the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, and they said, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we've come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Skipping down a little bit to verse 8, it says this, And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. King Herod was afraid of what? The star. God seemed to utilize natural elements to predict what was going to happen. Stars would fall as a king was falling. Thus, it's not weird for him to ask if he's at risk. And these facts help get his fear going a little bit more. A king from David's line was coming. Herod was descended from a biblical line, the line of Esau, the wrong line, an illegitimate line. Not only that, he was not a king after David's heart. He was cruel. He executed his first three sons who had challenged him. He murdered his wives, plural, and considered challengers. He took off. They said at the time that it was better to be Herod's pig than his son. Fear, based on living for anything other than God, causes cruelty and an attempt to grab as much control as we can. What is he afraid of? Well, fear reveals our idols, what we worship, and everybody worships something. An idol is any created thing that we put into an ultimate thing. Anything so central in our life that if we lose it, we lose. And so here's the diagnostic. Ask yourself, if I lost X, it could be a parent, a job, a child, income, spouse, a house. If I lost X, I don't know how I would live. What's that thing that you would put in X? Another way to say it is God and I would go to war if I lost X. It might not be a thing either. It could be a person. It could be your freedom. An American cultural idol is the idol of freedom. You see this in college, especially around the issue of sexuality. If it doesn't hurt anyone else, then it's morally okay. Individual freedom is all important. You can see the rage when somebody says something like, God says, do this and you'll live. The response is, how dare you? 
what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of a God who loves us, who's willing to come down mountains to rescue us? Oswald Chambers said, the remarkable thing about fearing God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. Herod and the people with him were insiders, yet they were disturbed. They didn't fear God, and thus they had no eagerness for what God might do. Fear can sometimes be rage. Sometimes, though, it can be cold dismissal. Fear manifests in different ways, but it shows what we run to. Verse 4 in Matthew chapter 2 says, And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, Herod inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler of the people, who will be my shepherd, Israel. Now this was a quote from a prophet in the Old Testament. One of the key things you need to understand is that religious people know all the right answers, but they're comfortable, they're smug. Now, does the text say they had to go and study to find Herod answer, Herod's answer? No, it doesn't, because they knew immediately, but they didn't care. Just like Herod, they too are afraid, but they're just cold and dismissive. Of what? They're dismissive of having to bow the knee to the king. I've got a quick quiz for you. What is the most offensive verse in the Bible? In all of this text, what is the most offensive verse? Well, it's actually the very first verse. In the whole Bible, all the way back here in Genesis, it says there in the beginning, on the first line of the Bible, in the beginning, God. You see, it's easy to know all the answers from verse 2 all the way to the end of the book. But if you never have a relationship with God, you never understand what it's all about. It's all about God, His kingdom, and His ways and about us following him. C.S. Lewis speaks about this notion of a God who's not just in our minds, but personal and real, which is not what many religious people want at all. You see, many people like the idea of God, but if he truly steps off the pages of the book into our lives, well, then he might just make demands of us. Lewis says an impersonal God is well and good. A subjective God of beauty is great truth and goodness inside of our own heads and hearts. Better still, a formless, lifeless force that just surges through us, a power that we can tap. Well, that's best of all. But God himself alive, pulling at the other end of the cord, perhaps approaching at an infinite speed, the hunter, the king, the husband. Well, that's another matter. There comes a point, a moment when people who've been dabbling with religion suddenly draw back. Suppose we actually found him, Lewis goes on to say. We never meant it to come to that. We're still supposing he had found us. You see, if there is a God, you are in a sense alone with him. And when everything else fades away, you're left with the palpable person, an immediate and an unavoidable reality of a personal God, a God who makes demands on our lives. And we have to give up worshiping ourselves, our desires, and our control. Plato, a, a pagan, much like the Magi in this story, also talked about understanding God. 
He said, a child who is afraid of the dark can easily be forgiven. The real tragedy, the real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. Contrast of the religious leaders and King Herod to the Magi. They're eager to put their fear aside, to find out about King Jesus and the worship. Illegitimate kings are afraid, but these pagans are willing to trust, trust in what the creator of the universe is doing. They don't know God. They're basically horoscope writers. The gospel hadn't come to their land. They didn't have the scriptures in the same way that the Jews did, yet they're willing to trust when they see in the sky a star that God must be up to something. Where did they come from? Well, we're not sure, but probably Babylon. But we know to know this. Wherever they came from, there's a universal principle at work. Romans chapter 1 says it this way. It says in verse 20 of Romans 1, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. God's invisible qualities have been seen throughout the world. We see God's handiwork in beauty and in all of the wonderful things that we experience. And you see, God will expand a pagan or anyone's knowledge if they're willing to just see. And if they're not just willing, but they're eager, well, he'll put them on a journey, a journey that brings them with nothing else but a star to guide to God himself. These astrologer pagans wanted to know what is God up to? And it was these outsiders who feared God more than any of the insiders at all. God's invisible qualities were seen. And so they wanted to get on board. They trusted God. And when they saw God working, they pressed in to see more. General George Patton once talked about courage. He said, courage is fear that has said its prayers. That's what these pagans are understanding. They are afraid of God because they don't know him yet. But they're willing to pray and willing to follow. Everyone could see the star in the sky, yet the people in Jerusalem, they're afraid, a palpable fear. But do they hold back? No. These pagan astrologers just keep following and then they go to see the king. And when they saw the star, the scriptures said that they rejoiced. And in verse 11, it says this, and going into the house, they saw the child with his Mary, mother Mary, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they'd offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. They were confident in God and willing to follow wherever he led. And where he led them to was overjoyed worship, bowing down a position of honor, giving gifts, not because God needed any of these gifts. He was God. He created gold in the first place, but because they wanted to honor him to show that their stuff was less important than him. Verse 12 has this interesting thing. It goes on and says, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed their country by another way. That's the end of the story. It's an interesting story, isn't it? Pagan outsiders follow. Insiders are afraid. 
either angry or callous and cold. How do you apply this in real life? The first and best way is to apply it with friends in a core group Bible study. But before getting together friends, maybe ask these questions. What would it mean for you to turn from whatever you're afraid of and bow to a different king? You see, the good news is that we can trust our king, King Jesus, to win the day for us. Another question might be this. What is motivating you each and every day? What's the gold, frankincense, and myrrh in your life? And have you offered it to King Jesus? You know, we're called to ask ourselves these questions, these diagnostic questions. But we're also called to go to other peoples. We're called to be ambassadors, much like these pagan kings probably were back to their countries. And so I want to ask you another question. Who do you know that's struggling with fear? And how could you comfort them with the knowledge of a better king? So what are you afraid of? Which way will you go? Will you go to worship Jesus? Or like Herod, would you seek to eliminate Jesus? The good story end is these magi didn't return to Herod. They trusted the king, the king of the universe, to lead them another way. Let us pray. Lord, give us the courage to seek after you with everything we have, to take the long journey that you may have for us so that we can find you. And having found you, help us to ask questions about where our allegiance is and then to follow a different way. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Greg, for sharing that story with us. If this has touched your heart and you have questions about this God, please use the feedback form to reach out and we will contact you further. As Christians, we have a God who hears and forgives. We like to take time in our service to examine our hearts and confess to Him. I wonder, are there times when your heart has been restless this week? Times when you haven't gone to God, but to other people, things, or substances to meet your needs? Times you've fallen into fear and become paralyzed and unable to do the things you need to do? Take a few moments to reflect on this week and confess those things to God. Let us confess our sins to God. Almighty God, creator of all, you marvelously made us in your image, but we have corrupted ourselves and damaged your likeness by rejecting your love and hurting our neighbors. We have done wrong and neglected to do right. We are sincerely sorry and heartily repent of our sins. Cleanse us and forgive us by the sacrifice of your Son. Remake us and lead us by your Spirit, the Comforter. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose steadfast love is as great as the heavens are high above the earth, remove our sins from us. As far as the east is from the west, strengthen our life in his kingdom and keep us upright to the last day through Jesus Christ, our merciful high priest. I want you to know that God loves you and meets you no matter how far away you feel today with words of welcome. Listen to these words of Jesus to all who turn to him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. 
If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. These words remind us of the truth that Jesus is our mighty God. He runs after us in his love to rescue and care for us. As a result of his care, we can then care for each other. We say, the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. As we say the word peace, we realize that the world is greatly lacking in peace right now. We hear of bad news everywhere, even in this new year when we wanted things to be new. There still is bad news. But our, and our hearts are heavy until we remember that we have a God who loves us, a God who can make all things new. When we can turn to him with all our needs and wants, he both hears and answers our prayers. Join me in praying to this God with me. Father, we pray that you would lead the nations of the world in the ways of peace. Guide their leaders in wisdom and truth for the safety and good of all. Lord, we do pray in this new year that you would be leading the nations of the world, that you would be leading our nation in the way of peace, that you would bring unity where there is division, harmony where there is hatred, and that um, the church and Christians around the world could rise up and show the world your love for each other. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Pour out on your whole church the spirit of unity and truth. May all who confess your holy name agree in the truth of your word, live in loving unity, and serve you with holy and righteous lives. Father, we do pray for the church of Jesus, that you would um, help us to just love each other, that we could rise up in unity, that we could see you in each other, and that we could find your love for each other. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, comfort and sustain everyone who in this fleeting life is in sorrow, need, sickness, or any other distress. You can add your thoughts and prayers for people that are on your heart. Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us pray as our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the Holy Trinity make us strong in faith and love, defend us on every side, and guide us in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Have a blessed Christmas week being fearless like the Magi. Children weep no more Hope is on the
Jesus Christ. And as we close, I would like to share a few great ways to connect into our family. If you're interested in connecting with us in any of these ways or learning more, asking any questions, please text HelloCore to 474747 and we will connect with you. Our core groups are continuing to grow and reach many different people in different ways. These groups really try to dive deep together and we would love to find the right group for you. Thank you so much for taking this time to join us, and we look forward to seeing you again next week.